the Shep Nas Podcast begins now. You're listening to the Shep Nas Podcast, the podcast by Shepherd Church. Everything we do here is to connect our community in a meaningful relationship with Christ, and we're expecting great things. My name is Joe. I'm the host of this podcast, and today we have part two of our talk with Pastor Rob on what it looks like to study the Bible. Yesterday, we looked at how to uh, how we got the Bible and, and kind of how to begin, but today we're going to dive a little bit deeper into how to study the Bible. So here we go. What's next? Well, the next thing is... Um, Excuse me. There's um, lots of different ways of studying the Bible, right? So you can like open it up and you can just start reading it. You can, there's different ways of doing it. So I thought it might be helpful to just kind of talk about some of the different ways you could study the Bible. Um, And first of all, if you want to like read to the Bible, starting in Genesis and then going all the way from the beginning, if you've never studied it at all, is a bit of a challenge because once you get past Genesis, Exodus, you hit Leviticus, Mm -hmm. which is pretty challenging for anybody because it's all the rules from the Old Testament. And some of them are like, they're really interesting. Um, So so some of the ways that I think that are helpful to to study the Bible is like, um, you can do it as a, a devotional method, right? And the devotional method of studying the Bible is kind of like when you um, take a passage of Scripture and um, you're studying this passage of Scripture and you um, are meditating on it until the Holy Spirit shows you a way that you can make application to it. So maybe you're reading using a Bible app and it says, here's your verse for the day. And so maybe a devotional method would be you read this passage of Scripture you read it a couple of times. You think it through. What is this Bible? What is it saying to me? What can I do? What is it asking me to do? Um, there are a lot of apps out there and books that are like devotional, mm-hmm. and, and so it will just basically pick one passage of scripture and and focus on that. And that's a good way to do it as well. Another thing that I think is really interesting is to do like a character study or character quality study or a or like a biography. So. Um, you could take and pick a person out of the Bible. Uh, let's just say uh, David in the Old Testament. There's a lot about David. You could just read the passages of Scripture that have to do with his life, and you could study his life and how God interacted with him and how he interacted with God and how um, you know those, those things happen, and then taking some of those principles and applying it to your own life as well. So you can study biblical people like David and, and uh, in the New Testament, you know, you talk about Paul, somebody or John, obviously Jesus is there. That'd be a great one, right? And you can read about him in the gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Um, and so there's there's definitely those kinds of things as well. An- another way of studying it would be to do a topical study. And so you want to take a topic or a theme. These would be a little bit different, but similar um, a topic, um, say money or finances, and then you can get, there are books that would help you understand, that, that will list all the passages of scripture that have to do with money or finances. And then you read through those um, and you make some application to your life through studying that particular topic. And and speaking of that, you know, when, when, you, when a pastor preaches, they're typically do one of two ways. They either preach topically or they preach exegetically. And the difference is that if you preach topically, you pick a topic and you find out what the Bible has to say about that, and then you preach about that. Or if you preach exegetically, you take a passage of Scripture or or a book in the Bible and you just walk all the way through it, um, and then you deal with the issues as it addresses them. Mm -hmm. When I was a youth pastor, I preached topically all the time. 
I hardly ever preached exegetically. Not that there's anything wrong with it. I just didn't know how to do it very well back then. But I preached topically uh, in sex probably every other week because that's what teenagers were thinking about. <laughs> um, and so, but you find out, you take the topic, you say, what does the Bible have to say about these things? And you bring scripture into it. Exegetically, you study a passage of scripture. And then as you are studying that passage, you deal with the topics as the Bible brings them up. And incidentally, the Bible deals with everything. There isn't really probably any topics that the Bible doesn't deal with. And if it doesn't deal with it specifically, there are principles that would apply to that topic as well. So studying like a topic is a good way. And the, the, the book that you would find that would help you learn all the things that the Bible says about a, sp- a sp- specific topic, that's a hard word, um, is a concordance. Um, mm-hmm. or, or today, there's lots of Bible software you just type in what does the Bible say about money? And uh, it, it come up all kinds of stuff. However, you can't always trust Google because Google was going to leave some stuff out scripturally. So you need to get a good Bible study, soft, software Bible study to help you out with that or ask somebody who knows those kind of things. Another way you can do it is, um, I think I said a biography, mm-hmm. we talked about that, um, is, a, is a word study. And that would be to like pick a word, um, you know, and a lot of times that'd be like a theological word, like, you know, redemption or salvation or sanctification and go through it and then just kind of define, you know, uh, studying what does the Bible say about that part. It's similar, that would be similar to a topical study, I suppose, or a thematic study. But there's just tons and tons of ways that you can study the Bible. That's just a few of them. There's a lot of ways to do it. And then probably, I think for me at this stage in my life, um, and as being the pastor here, what has been the most beneficial to me is just taking a book and going through and studying Mm -hmm. it and realizing that as you study that book, um, that that there are multiple topics that get addressed, but then you can see the line of thinking from the person who's writing and what God was saying and how it's all happening in in the specific order and stuff like that. So, so maybe like a verse by verse kind of thing. And don't be overwhelmed because um, people who are listening to this, there's a lot of you who've been reading the Bible for a long time, and maybe there's some of you who have never ventured into that. Yeah. And so, if that's you, I want to just suggest something. Okay. Um, my suggestion would be um, to start in the book of John and read the book of yep. John. Um, it's probably, um, it's it's a great picture of what it looks like of what Jesus did, how he lived, uh, the reason that he, he came. Um, but then I would also suggest, I would also suggest just an easy thing to do is download the YouVersion Bible app. Because yeah. that, that's going to be where you can just dip your toe in the water of what it looks like to study. They've got all sorts of plans. Again, we don't get paid by them either. It's a free app that you get to, that you can do. Life Church puts that out. Um, like you, should be a, you should be getting that because that's going to give you something at your fingertips each and every day that you can get into. Um, some of these things that we're talking about sound a little intimidating, but it's, you got to start somewhere. If you're looking for a way that you can get involved at Shepherd, we have an immediate need where you can help. All this week, we will be working on some improvement projects at the church. You don't need a lot of skills, just a willing spirit. We will be tearing down some walls and ripping up carpet to prepare for coming renovations. Monday through Thursday, we will work in the evenings at the church from 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. We'll take Friday off and then we'll begin working again on Saturday morning at 9 a.m. and continue that day until we get finished. You can tell us you're coming by emailing podcast at shepnaz.org 
Or you can surprise us and just show up at the church Monday through Thursday from 6 to 8 p.m. and then again on Saturday at 9. Yeah, and interestingly, if you jump into the YouVersion app, um, you when you're reading scripture on there, you can pick the version. Yep. And there's a lot on there. And, and here's what I would suggest is you like look up a famous passage of scripture that a lot of people know, like say John 3.16. And look up John 3.16 in the King James Version, in the NIV Version, in the Message Version, because you kind of know how it goes, right? For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. Uh, and then you can just see how it is communicated a little bit differently. So find a passage of scripture you're familiar with mm-hmm. or that a lot of people know and compare it in different versions, and then you can see how, great how it's commuted. Yeah, how it's communicated as well. Well, last thing before we wrap up, and uh, we were talking before this podcast, we could do a whole entire week on mm-hmm. studying the Bible, and maybe we will one of these days. But I think one of the things that's really <clears throat> important is that that when it comes to reading the Bible is that you don't just read it for information. You read it for application. Um, there's an interesting uh, passage of Scripture that talks about how um, – dangerous it is to just read scripture and never make application to it. And in 1 Corinthians chapter 8, verse 1, it talks about how knowledge puffs us up. And what happens is I think sometimes in the culture that we live in is that we read the Bible, we learn something, and then we think that that's, we, we feel like that's good enough or that's the, the goal of, of scripture is to learn something new. And that's really not the goal of scripture. The goal of scripture would be application, not just knowledge. Because if what happens is if we know stuff, if we know things about Scripture, but we don't do it, we're just smart, but we're not doing what we're supposed to do, and it's the application that changes us. And there are a couple of questions that I uh, came across in, uh, in a book. Um, Rick Warren has some amazing resource, resources in um, – I just opened the book and snapped it. Um, <laughs> Rick Warren has some amazing resources on studying the Bible, but so does Josh McDowell. He's like my hero, but and, and he has a book on the Bible, and – and he says there are seven questions to ask for application. I'll just go through them really fast. First one is, when you're reading a passage of Scripture, you might ask yourself what truths are found in this Scripture. Like, is there anything that this passage of Scripture tells me that is true uh, for the world that I live in? And, and then the next question is, how does this truth apply to my life? Um, and, and how does this, and not just my life in general, like you can be specific. Like, how, if, if this is true, then how does this apply to me at work? How does this apply to me in my neighborhood? How does this apply to me um, at school? How does this apply to me in my marriage or with my family? How does this apply to me as a citizen of the nation that I'm a part of? Like, how how do, how do does this apply to me? Um, and then the next question is, in view of this truth, are there some specific changes that I need to make in my life? Like, if, if the Bible says this is something that's true— and I apply it to my life. The question is, am I am I doing it? Am I living my life according to that, or am I ignoring it and living in opposition to that? Mm-hmm. And so, so this is the place where the rubber really meets the road, and we make application and we make changes to our life. And this is where the Bible says, you know, there's a place in the Bible that says that, that that it should transform our lives, not just give us knowledge, but it should transform us. Um, and then the next question is, if there are things that I should change, how do I? How do I carry those changes out and and make some specific plans and and making the changes in my life and maybe even telling somebody uh, the insight that you learned and say, this is what I feel like the Lord's saying to me and this is how I need to change and I'm telling you so that you can hold me accountable to it, yep. um, not just to do it on my own. 
Um, and then, and then turn that into a prayer. It would be the fifth thing. Um, how can I, how can I turn this thing that the Lord has showed me and the action that I need to take into a prayer and pray that on a regular basis that God will help me to Hmm. change my attitude towards this or that, or this person, or stop doing something that I shouldn't be doing and start doing something that I should be doing, um, as well. And then the next one is, is, would it be helpful for me to memorize this passage of scripture? Um, and there's lots of ways to do that. You know, you can write it on a note card, stick it on your mirror. So when you're brushing your teeth in the morning, you see it or put it where your speedometer is in your car or put it on your phone so that it comes up, um, you know, put a, make it a picture on your phone and put mm-hmm. it there until you memorize it. Um, because if we memorize those things and we commit those things to our, to our memory, the, the Lord brings them back up at really good times in our life when we're about ready to be tempted to do something we shouldn't do. He says, remember that passage of scripture I was mm. telling you about? Uh, that helps us out. And then uh, the other thing that Josh says is, is, is there an illustration that I can develop that will help me retain this truth or communicate it to others, like a, a story or a poem or a graphic or a cartoon or a drawing or something like that? Or just, you know, like I have ways that I try to remember people's names. I associate their their names with things to help me remember them because I'm not very good at that. So it's kind of like saying, you know, is there some kind of memory tool that you can use to help you remember this truth that God taught us as well? Um, and so that would be really, really helpful. So again, we're not reading the Bible for knowledge. It's good to learn things. It's good to know new things. But the ultimate goal is that we apply it to our lives and that we tr- experience transformation in our life on that regular basis. And if we're not, we're missing, we're missing the point of God's word. Okay. So... Yeah. Before we wrap up, I have one more thing. Um, so I, I was uh, a couple years ago, I came across, I heard a guy talk about this illustration um, about the Bible. And he talked about how a lot of people's perception of the Bible is that it's just really a book of rules of things that I shouldn't do, right? Like, why would I want to read the Bible? It's just going to tell me what I can't do, what I shouldn't do, make me feel bad for things that I do. Um, and the guy used um, this illustration as uh, an example of scripture. Um, and he said, in, in, in America and in Australia, the, the farming methods are very different. Um, so in America, if you've ever driven by a farm and you see cattle out or whatever, you can see that they're always uh, in a fence. There's always a fence that's put up. And the, the goal of the fence is to try to keep the cattle in because they always want to get out, right? That's what they do. They wander and everything. So the farmer puts up a fence um, and he's trying to keep them in so that nothing happens to them and the sense is kind of protecting them or whatever. Um, but in Australia, it's very different. So in Australia, um, the cattle are, are out on big, gigantic free ranges. Um, it's less grassy terrain. Um, but the one thing that every ranch has is a, is a water hole. Um, and so in Australia, they don't put up fences um, to keep the cattle in, they have a water hole, mm-hmm. and the water hole um, is is what keeps the cattle from wandering because they know if they travel too far from the water hole, they will um, they'll there's nothing else out there for them. They'll you know uh, get thirsty and and die, um, and so the the, mo- the like the motivation is totally different. In America, the fence is to keep them in. In Australia, they put something that they need that keeps them there rather and keeps them from wandering. And if we could see the Bible as a book that's not just a book of lists of things that we shouldn't do to, to ruin our life, but it's a place that we go to find life. It's a place we go to find, you know, sustenance and life and nourishment and direction. 
and we go there because we want to, because it's what gives us that life, it can help us out a lot. And so the Bible is an amazing, amazing book. I mean, I, there are times I'm preparing for the message during the week, and I, I just kind of stop, and I'm like, well, I am so lucky that I have a job that allows me to dive deep into God's Word to see what God has to say to His people, and then, and then, and then communicate that to our church. What an incredible opportunity because God has so many good things to say to us. And it's such a, such a powerful thing. And, and literally, um, the word is the thing that changes us more than anything else. And so, so if you haven't been reading it, I'd encourage you to read it. If you've been reading it, keep going. Um, if you're struggling, let us know. We want to help you out because, you know, there's no place else you can go to find the wisdom from scripture and how to live than, than God's word. That's good. Well, hey, that's going to do it for our episode today. That was a lot to take in, but but here's the deal. If you are looking for what it looks like to get into that and you want to take your first steps, please let us know. We'd love to help you. You can email us at podcast at shepnaz.org. You can call the office, and one of us would love to talk to you about what it looks like to dive into Scripture. Um, of course, get into connect groups that, that we talk about the Bible a lot. Come Sundays, that's what we do. Yep. We read the Bible, and we... And we talk about what God has for us. So, uh, but we're thankful for you for listening. Make sure you like and subscribe to this podcast wherever you get your audio. Share it with a friend. Uh, you can find out more about what's happening here at Shepherd through our app, through the website. Um, of course, you can email us at podcast at shepnaz.org. This podcast is a production of the Shepherd Church of the Nazarene, Gehanna, Ohio. Email to podcast at shepnaz.org and let us know what you think.